Welcome, 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 welcome to the Step Show. I'm your host, Steven Step. And y'all, I'm not going to waste y'all, you good people's time. But I do need to make sure, you know, you all know that you can always come back here and check the Step Show. Or any other, any other thing I do. You know, check that out. Do that. Like, share, subscribe, tell a friend. And... I hope everybody's still taking care of this. There still is a pandemic going on. It really is. Some people act like it ain't, but it really is a pandemic out here. And nobody got time for that. Now, y'all probably wondering what I'm going to step into. I'm going to tell you. I ain't going to waste no time. I'm talking about wrestling. Now, generally, it's going to be WWE, but I might make mention to some other companies. If you this this the episode I meant to do two weeks ago. If you want to know why this episode did not get done and it's getting done now, hey, go check out Out on the Road. That episode should be right before this one. Go check that out. I explained it all on that one. And even if you don't want to know why, go check that out anyway. Hey, do that. Do it for me. Now, like I said, Steven is going to step into wrestling today. I mainly was two weeks ago. I had my mindset on old versus new. Why is old wrestling better than this new wrestling we got? But I'm not going to even go into that. I'm going to dip into it but i'm i'm gonna save that for a whole nother episode but i will say they are totally different the golden age of wrestling the attitude era even the ruthless aggression era of the wwe or wrestling compared to now is completely different of course it's different steve is it's different characters and different individuals and all of that it's more it's more at play you're right steven it's more at play one of the things that's at play is i say with the golden age you you had larger than life characters big on characters big on characters you had hulk hogan Andre the Giant, Macho Man Randy, Savage. You had the Ultimate Warrior, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat. You had all these people that were larger than life. And they stuck out to you when you seen them. Fast forward to the Attitude Era. Some of that still held on. But they were more edgy, you know. They they were competing with WCW. So with that being said, of course the product had to be better. Fast forward to ruthless aggression. It was a change from all that old stuff that you had seen. And it was a new crop of people who were trying to grab that brass ring that they speak of. But 
Also, let me tell y'all something just in case some of you don't know. A lot of wrestling fans are a lot of wrestling fans already know. Vince McMahon, he wanted a monopoly back in the day. You know, he wanted to conquer all the wrestling companies and territories, put them under an umbrella. He is. And he pretty much got that done. In during the attitude era, of course the product had to get edgier. He was competing against his biggest competition. WCW, you know the Monday Night Wars. Y'all know about that. Some of y'all do. Some of y'all do and forgot. Now that all in itself created superstars and brought more eyes to, you know, the WWE or the WWF at the time. So, with that being said, you had the Undertaker, Stone Cold, who put almost almost can say he put the company on his back you had he really can't say he did but you had Undertaker, Stone Cold The Rock just to name a few that's when DX was DX (laughs) like all of that so that's the old wrestling compared to now it's not edgy. It's kind of bland. One thing I will say, new age wrestling has on the old school wrestling. They're more athletic. More of them are athletic compared to old wrestling. Now, the reason I say this is because you got big men doing moonsaults and doing uh, jumps over the top rope. Now, I'm not saying that when people, big men back in the day doing it, because it was, you had Bam Bam, Bigelow, you had Vader, you had all of them doing flips and all of that moving, top rope. But nowadays you got Kevin Owens, Keith Lee, Keith Lee, Braun Strowman be moving. You know, you got a lot of people that just be and that can move. Nowadays, they're more athletic. The things that Ricochet can do, nobody back in the day, I don't know what, could do. And I'm, I mentioned Ricochet, but I got a whole lot of stuff that I'm going to talk about on him. Now, that's just a taste of what I'm going to talk about when I get into the old versus new. WWE. What I really want to talk about now, y'all, because I was going to talk about the draft and things two weeks ago also, but the draft and pass, I'm over it. It was bland, and you know, uh, it wasn't, it was anticlimactic. It wasn't a big deal. Let's talk about WWE now and, you know, future plans and let's do some fantasy booking y'all let's have some fun now with that being said some of the rivalries that we got now but one of them has ended since me recording this you got Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso apparently Jay Uso has joined with Roman 
I'll get back to that. You got Sasha versus Bailey, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton. Now you got the added entity, the fiend. Now the fiend is in it, which that that spices it up even more. And like I said, you had the draft that happened. Now back to the Roman versus Jay. That was a star building feud. It was. It really was. Now, if WWE wants to really do something, let's go and build this stable you was talking about. This bloodline stable. Let's build that up. But also, I love the promo that Jay did with Roman before he decided to join Roman and beat down Daniel Bryan. He said, like it was like a little cousin thing to do or a little brother thing. You always do me like this. You always do me like this. Why you gotta do me like this? Like everybody know how they they brother or sister or big or older sibling used to do that peer pressure stuff. We ain't got time for that. You know that that that's what used to happen. And make you feel little and like yeah you gonna do it whether you want to or not that's how Roman did Jay if WWE wants to make long time story building they'll have Jay be the one to actually beat Roman eventually that'll be a good twist I know the it's supposed to be Big E going against you know Roman eventually and probably taking the title off of him but that's just something to consider WWE consider it think about it because they, they rivalry was one of a must see. It was a must see. It was really good. Really good. Sasha and Bailey. That's long term story building. At its finest. Something that WWE tends to lack. They got that right. And I commend them for that. I really do. Now, do I wish they would uh you know spaced it out some more yes space it out some more recently bailey turned on sasha and recently sasha took the title from bailey at hell of sale now i don't think these two should fight just yet you know i think they should have kept bailey off screen and had her return at royal rumble have that fire ass music play i love bailey new music i really do have that fire ass music play and have her win the Royal Rumble and have her obviously challenge Sasha and take the title back. That'll, that'll kill two birds with one stone. That'll give Sasha a well deserved long title reign, but also that'll give Bailey, you know, she was the longest running SmackDown champion. That'll be her getting, you know, hers back. You know, that'll do something tremendous for her character that kind of is iffy at times. Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton. It was a good feud, but I might have ran a little too long. They turned it around, but eh, it's, I, 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 I like Randy. I like Drew. 
them two together, it was good for one time. But three times and you still holding this, dragging it out. Having Drew be Randy's stalker and stuff now. Okay, cool. I guess it's cool. Because, yeah, he prevented anybody else from getting the title unless he said he want to get it. Unless he gets, he gets it. Now, that's cool and all. But Survivor Series, my fav, my personal favorite pay-per-view that WWE tends to put on is coming up. I love Survivor Series. The only year of Survivor Series I didn't like is when Raw won everything. Hated it. Because that ain't even true. That ain't even right. And then, the one that SmackDown did win, they really didn't get them credit for. Who does that? But I love the year. I don't think it was last year, but the year before when NXT was a part of it. I love that Survivor Series. Because you gave people a chance to see fresh new faces and the future of WWE. Of course, once they get to the main roster, a lot of them going to be wasted. But hey, you gave them a chance. Okay, now... Drew, Drew is a star. He's a star. His title reign and how he carried himself, he is a star. He a mega star to me. He's a mega star. He The way he reinvented himself and came back as a beast who can be a heel and a face. He's, he's surprising me now still as a face because he, he's just a badass. Like he, to me, he is so close to being like Stone Cold. Some of y'all might not see it, but he's so close to being like Stone Cold. Because he's just an ass kicker. He just is. He just is. He don't take nothing. And he just, hey, I like Drew. I got some, let me talk about some things that I think he should do. Now, I love how they added Ali to Retribution. But Retribution is an ass group. Why is it ass, Steven? Well, let me tell you why. Because a lot of those people that's in the group, we know who they are. Why are you changing their name? Why are you putting masks on them? We already know who they are from NXT. NST is a part of WWE. It's a third brand last time I checked. So why are you changing their name? What sense does it make? Slapjack? T-Bar? I mean, I, I kind of, I liked uh, Mercedes Martinez name, even though she's not a part of the group anymore. Her name was Retaliation. Yes, the women have hard names, but I also like Mia Yim. I also like Mercedes Martinez, Shane Thorne, Dominic Dijakovic. I like their regular names. Dio Madden. I like their regular names. Why change them? We already know who they are. You did unnecessary things by putting a, 
unnecessary name on them. And you could have fixed it. Could have said it was code names. Cool. Code names. Okay. So, it could have been Dominic Toll. T-Bar. Dijakovic. Okay, code name. Cool. Just like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. That's what you call yourself. Okay. Uh, adding Ali to the group was probably one of the best things to do. But, the group was already in the dumpster. Why add him to the dumpster fire? Unless you're going to really help have him save it. I mean, there is compared to old wrestling, WWE tends to really not care and gives up too easy nowadays. You took all this time into retribution and now it's like you just threw it together. What what are you doing? What's the point? I was looking forward to retribution. So oh you gonna have a faction come. I thought that was gonna be the the sanity that we all wished we got when Eric Young and his group came to the main roster without Nikki Cross. WWE has this excuse me, they they always tend to look like things are gonna be good and then find some way to just fuck it up. They do. I'm sorry they do. I'm I'm apologizing for y'all when they really should be apologizing to us. Now another thing that they're messing up, Ricochet. Ricochet. That that man, the things he can do in the ring, and he ain't been champion or close to champion, or he ain't no mega star, is super stupid and flabbergasting. This this dumb, just straight up dumb. Why is why is Ricochet not bigger than he's supposed to be? Okay, he a little he a little dude. Rey Mysterio was a little dude. And he became a champion multi-time. Rick, a lot of people can't do the things that Ricochet can do in the ring, man. That he really is like Walter, a ring general. The things he's a high-flying master. The things that Ricochet can do will make people love him instantly. He's a a self-made babyface right there. And they just wasting them away. Now, if he end up leaving and going to New Japan or Ring of Honor or AEW, the new competition in town, they're going to regret it the same way that WWE has regretted letting Cody go. You know, Miro doing pretty good for himself. Matt Cardona doing pretty good for himself. Oh, I definitely can't forget uh, John Moxley, Dean Ambrose. He's doing pretty damn good for himself. Last time I checked, he was the AEW World Champion. And I don't know if he still is the the United States, the in uh, 
the New Japan United States champion. But, I mean, he's doing pretty good for himself. So, WWE need to fix that. You know, do something with Ricochet. I mean, you had him have a match with Brock, and he really didn't put up a fight. His match was just a little bit better than Kofi and Brock match. Stop having Brock do that to people. You're just wasting time and money. Because you think you think it's helping and working and making people happy. It's not, not at all. Stop bringing these old people back too. But let me talk about some good things and get into Survivor Series eventually. One good thing, even though it seems bad, Big E in the New Day split. Big E gets to go on this monster push, this singles run. While, you know, Kofi and Xavier, they the Raw Tag Team Champions. And I, I was a little skeptic about it. You know, I, I ain't too much just like them two by themselves. Because I still feel like Kofi need another crack at the title. But if he happy, then I'm happy. But them two together, like I'm so used to all three of them together, that them two together, it's been good. It's really been good. It ain't been long, but it's been good. Kofi and Xavier, you can tell they're friends and they they jail and flow off each other. And they holding it down. They holding it down for the new day. Big E, on the other hand, hey, he just got out there feud with Sheamus and, you know, he beat Sheamus down. But Big E, you know, it's time for him to get his. It's time for him to come up big. No pun intended. It's just he been bubbling. He's a star. Like he has the passion, you know, the physique. He has the character. Like he is a star. Just waiting on you know somebody to pull the trigger and shoot him out simple as that now also a thing that's really really good the hurt business is a great faction of wwe that i don't think anybody's seen coming the hurt business is a great faction they're good so mvp bobby lassley cedric alexander and Shelton Benjamin, a great faction, man. It's a good faction. They could be heels, they could be faces. It's just good, and I'm loving it. I promise you, I am. Like I always been a, I always been a Bobby Lashley MVP, Shelton Benjamin fan. Sorry to leave Cedric out of it, but I feel like if it wasn't for the hurt business, I wouldn't care even a little bit about Cedric and I'm just going to be honest with you so the Hurt Business is a good thing for all parties involved but they do need to separate the Hurt Business and Retribution Retribution that way you can you know build Retribution up and build the Hurt Business up build them up separately then bring them back together to collide it'll mean more you really you put these two groups against each other at the at the prime moment both of them trying to rise up 
It's stupid. That's counterproductive. That's just like putting a shield in the wide family against each other when they both trying to get a name for themselves. You got to have a super great feud for it to benefit both parties and nobody come out hurt. I'll give you an example. Roman Reigns, when he went against Braun Strowman, they feud. They had great chemistry and they both of them were entertaining. Even though Braun, I think he lost that that feud. He came out looking like a beast. He was he was the monster among men. So gotta keep that in mind. Now I'm gonna fast forward to Survivor Series, which is in a couple weeks. I'm looking forward to it, of course. You know you got the traditional five on five men's Survivor Series match. So far, Team Bro, I'm gonna tell you now. I think Team Raw gonna win. Obviously, I think they're gonna win. But you got AJ, who call himself the Team Captain, and he got a new bodyguard, Keith Lee, Sheamus, my boy, Bro Kick, and you got Braun Strowman, and they they still got a name the next member of that team Brian said he won't Drew Sheamus said he won't Drew I think Drew gonna end up being a part of that team even though Drew McIntyre is trying to get Randy you know and trying to get the title from Randy again saying claiming so he can fight Roman and Survivor Series no no that's I don't think that should happen. And I'll tell you why later. On SmackDown, team, you got Kevin Owens and Jay Uso. That's a that's a good starting. Now, if I had to, you know, pick who I believe will make Team SmackDown, I think Big E gonna be on Team SmackDown. Self Rollins. Um, the Monday, oh, he the Monday Night Messiah. He's SmackDown Savior. Seth Rollins is gonna be on Team SmackDown, and I'm just throwing this out there because I think they need a monster or a freak. Lars Sullivan. I think he's gonna be on Team SmackDown, and that's gonna round that out for the women. Team Raw. You got Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler. Mandy Rose, Daniel Brooke, and Lana against Team SmackDown. The only member we know about that team is my girl, Bianca Belair. As much as I want Bianca Belair to win, and whoever else is on her team, I don't think Team SmackDown going to win this one either. I definitely believe Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler going to sweep. You know, they're going to run through Team SmackDown. Then, you got champion versus champion, Bobby Lashley, United States champion against Sami Zayn, the Intercontinental champion. I'm going to give this one to Sami Zayn. I think Sami going to win this one. I don't think it's going to hurt Bobby to lose, but I think it'll hurt Sami to lose because Sami and Bobby have fought before, and Sami lost during that feud. So I think Sami need to win this one. Cause it ain't gonna hurt. It's gonna it's a blow off match. You got champion versus champion tag team. You got the new day against the street profits. 
and I like both of these teams, I really do. But if I had to give the edge to anybody, I'm giving it to the New Day. The Street Pop, the Street Profits, the same way. So I think that's another one for Raw. The same way that it's not going to hurt him, like it's not going to hurt Bobby. If the Street Profits lose, it's not going to hurt them. Now, SmackDown could win this one, to, you know, so they'll be like SmackDown ain't just got one win. But let's continue. You got champion versus champion. The women. Oscar versus Sasha. I'm going to give this, this one to Sasha. I want Sasha to win. She needs to get her little revenge back on Oscar for when Oscar beat her earlier this year. You know, she need that back. That's when Sasha was running with Bailey and stuff. And so now you got Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, the SmackDown Universal Champion against Randy, the Viper Orton, the Raw WWE Champion. Now, I feel like, of course, Roman is going to win. Roman's going to win. I don't care if he against Drew, if he against Randy, he's going to win. I don't care. Ain't no way he can lose. With that being said, I don't think he's going to fight Drew because I, I mentioned earlier, counterproductive, counterproductive. To have Drew go against Roman, even though Roman is a heel and Drew is a face, to have these two who are doing their thing and their big stars go against each other, you can save that. Save it. Save it for another time. Let these two fight each other at another time. Have them fight at a WrestleMania. I love to see Drew and Roman fight. This time it being switched. Because the first time they fought, you know, Roman was returning from his battle with leukemia. And Drew was the one, you know, going against him. You know, they fought. The match was alright. But it was a it it was symbolic. Let's just say it like that. This, if these two was to fight at a WrestleMania, Drew and Roman, it'll be symbolic again because the tables have turned. Both of them are different people now. You know, Drew is a peep. He's the people's champion. I'm just going to be honest. Roman, he's also the people's champion, but he's a villain. Very much so a villain. And he's just ruthless you know he's he embodied ruthless aggression in 2020 <laughs> but i don't feel like they're going to change the title off of randy and give it to drew because this would be the perfect opportunity to show you how brutal roman can be randy is known for being real brutal and you know destroying his opponents but as of late roman been destroying his opponents you know breaking them down even his own cousin his own flesh and bloods he been breaking them down he will do anything to win to the point that paul Heyman has been shocked of who roman has become so 
yeah y'all hey i think that's about it i think that's all i got on this episode you know i told y'all my little survivor series picks also you might be wondering this is the 30th anniversary of the undertaker's debut wwe debut to be exact do i think he gonna make an appearance yeah i feel like he gonna make an appearance do i think the fiend gonna make an appearance too you know the fiend gonna make an appearance bray wyatt alexa bliss they gonna be there what they gonna do we don't know we we'll just have to wait and see but y'all i stepped in the wrestling got the rambling a little bit y'all know that y'all know how i do it don't matter i got i got out what i needed to say but like your subscribe tell a friend and remember i always come back here because I'm, I'm always going i'm gonna start back giving y'all content more often you know remember remember step into your blessings and take care of yourself 